Innovation is taking two things that exist and putting them together in a new way. Tom Freston. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 58. I have been thinking a lot recently about my YouTube channel. I started it a little over two years ago and you know, it really makes me happy. It's an awesome outlet for me to express my creativity in a bit of a different way. But if I'm being honest, I definitely expected more growth in views by now. I've been super consistent with my uploading schedule. I have dug into a variety of topics. I have learned more about editing and each of my videos I think gets a little bit better. But like I said, I still really haven't seen the growth I wanted in my channel. So that got me thinking, is YouTube not innovative enough anymore? Should I switch to TikTok? Is TikTok going to get me more views? Probably. But am I having fun doing YouTube? Am I enjoying it? Am I expressing my creativity in a way that's fulfilling to me? Yes. And why am I so worried about being innovative whenever my number one goal in life, my biggest passion, is to write books? Novel writing is the oldest medium in the world. I mean, really storytelling is, but you get the point. Books, the fine print, Those were around a heck of a lot longer than radio, TV, the internet. So that got me thinking, how do we as novel writers innovate? Social media stars innovate by switching to different platforms. They expand their content, not just from blogs, but from blogs to YouTube to Facebook to TikTok to Twitter. And that's a way that they can innovate and keep their content dynamic. So how can you and I, as a novel writer, be dynamic? I have six ways in this podcast right here that you can innovate and be creative on the oldest media platform in the world. Number one, it's all about perspective. The first stories were written by wealthy white men who owned land. That's just a fact of our history and Really not too many other people got into, you know, the business of print. I mean, there definitely were, you know, one-off occasions. And I'm sure if you dig up the history, you can find exceptions to the rule. But, you know, predominantly they were, you know, guys like William Shakespeare. Slowly over time, people that were less wealthy and less educated had access to writing, as did women eventually. And now we are seeing more of a boom and a push for minorities to be writers and to have their work spotlighted. I think that's amazing that, you know, we've come so far and we are getting to spotlight new perspectives. I also see that being true, not just with the writer himself, but also characters and stories. I remember in middle school when we were reading like all of the classics and how most of them weren't written by women and most of them didn't have any women in them. And to me, it was like, I couldn't even relate to the stories because there's no women in this story. How am I supposed to relate? But over time, we've gotten more diverse characters. We've gotten women in stories that look differently than we expected with the big advent of Triss and Katniss and how the women were saving the men and the women were the strong people in society. It was a new perspective. Now we're seeing new perspectives with diverse people from different ethnic backgrounds, from different um, backgrounds just in general. If you look at Evelyn Hugo, she's a bisexual character. She's She's the protagonist of the story, 
as the name suggests, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And, you know, that, I don't remember reading a lot of books growing up, if any, where the main characters, and especially the protagonist, was not straight. So I think that was really huge. And that book, of course, was really well received. So a way to add innovation to your story is to tell your own perspective, to find a different perspective. Whatever you are, wherever you live, whatever you've gone through, you have to bring that perspective into your storytelling. I also love the sort of introvert revolution that's happened. For me growing up, I didn't really understand that I was an introvert. I knew I was always quieter than other people. People were always telling me to, you know, speak up, to be louder, whatever. But I also was always like weirdly good at giving presentations and I loved theater. I did theater for many years and I would always go up and like say my lines with a lot of passion and like enjoy being in the spotlight in a play. But after the play, I didn't want to be in the spotlight and I never really understood why I was like that. No one ever explained that to me. And as I got older and I delved into articles online, on Pinterest, on Twitter, I found this website called introvertdeer.com. I found lots of resources for introverts and how being an introvert is, it's a personality trait. It's not a bad one. It's just a different way of processing energy than how extroverts or the majority of the population do. And I think that's like another way to bring a cool perspective. Like if you're an introvert, you know, what's that experience like in bringing that to light? So I think everyone has a unique background and that's just one of the easiest ways to get a story to really stand out in my opinion. Number two, utilize social media. If content creators can um, switch up their platforms and go from blogging to TikTok, then you can too. Um, you know, I didn't understand the importance of being on writing Twitter till I literally published my first novel. I was kind of like, ugh, I don't want to do the work. I don't want to promote my own books. I feel like that just seems very, like, conceited and in your face, and I would just rather someone else promote my book for me. But, you know, if you're going to be an indie author, if you're going to be a smaller author, if you're first starting out, you have to promote your books. So I say utilize whatever social media platforms that you can You know, whether it's a blog and you're engaging with people on a blog, if you're on writing Twitter, if you want to do a writing YouTube channel or a writing podcast, you know, um, bring yourself to those platforms and that will help you market your work to people. I think that innovation is not only about what is actually in the story, but also how you deliver it to viewers. I know several years ago it was really popular to do something called blog tours where you would go on different blogs and like have people review your book and then you would review their book and it would be kind of like a swap. That's really not a thing anymore, but I think now it's just really important to engage with people and try to build your personal following because I think that's what people are most interested in is connecting with actual people online and not just advertisements or promotions about products or your work. When I started this podcast, I knew there were a ton of other writing podcasts out there, ones that were much more detailed and better than mine, people who had way more experience and life stories. But I wanted to kind of do my podcast differently. I wanted it to be partly inspirational 
and partly advice-based, I also wanted to really draw on a lot of my own personal experiences and share my writing journey with other people. Just as, again, as a way to kind of communicate and connect. You don't even have to use such big words like inspire or give advice or whatever, but I think it's just really about connection and and I've found that this podcast has helped me connect with other writers and I think it's just awesome. Like I might not have the best podcast out there. It might not be, you know, this amazing podcast, but it's definitely helping me and serving my purpose and helping me grow my content a little bit. Number three writing in science fiction. I think science fiction always breeds a ton of room for innovation. You can speculate all you want about the future and there will still be more speculation. 30 years ago, I don't think anyone imagined us going in self-driving cars that opened with an app on our phone and the windshield wipers came on automatically when it started raining. That just wasn't something most of us imagined. Maybe some very free thinkers but you know it certainly wasn't something i think like my parents or people you know really around me really thought about you know back in the 90s it was just not a thing and now look here we are so imagine the possibilities 30 years from now what kinds of inventions could be out there how will life be different because of those inventions i think always writing to the future and thinking about those things just gives you tons of room for growth and setting your stories apart from other people. I think the risk with that is that people won't understand it and it may not be as marketable as say a traditional high school romance that happens one summer. But if you wanna be different and stand out, write in science fiction. Number four, write about current events. I know some people think this is taboo and I think it's taboo if the only reason why you're writing the story is to capitalize on the current event but if you're really interested in it in it, and you want to explore the theme and think about it in different ways, and you kind of have this vision for how it all plays out, I say go for it. Look at some of the top books right now. Some of them are about the pandemic. They are fictionalized books, you know, sci-fi fantasy books about the pandemic. And people want to read about it because the pandemic is still happening and People want to see how other people have dealt with it or they're just kind of interested in this because it's a familiar topic that they went through, you know, as contrasted to something like the Civil War, where none of us were alive when that happened. You will also have less competition writing about a current event because, once again, you know, people have been writing about the Civil War for hundreds of years, but the coronavirus pandemic started happening, you know, about two years ago if we're really being technical. Um, so there's definitely just not as much out there about something like that than let's say something that happened, you know, 200, 150 years ago. Number five, connection and make it personal. That always drives innovation. I think in our culture right now, people are looking for ways to connect with other people. There is all of this content online and it's so easy to get lost in it, to be entertained by it, but are we really connecting to people? So in your story, if you're vulnerable and the characters are real and they're honest and they're raw, that will set your story apart from at least the content I think that's largely on platforms like TikTok and YouTube because it's a lot more honest and people are looking for that honesty and that connection. Number six, become specialized. Have a niche. 
Having a niche will always set you apart from other people. If I think about the people I follow on TikTok, I typically follow some people for recipes, and then I follow other people for fashion content, and then I follow other people for comedy. Usually it's not the same person giving the recipes, doing the fashion, and bringing the humor. Very rarely can people pull off a bunch of different hats so seamlessly. So what happens is there's a lot of jack of all trades in our world. And I think that's also true with novel writing. Um, but look at a very successful author like Taylor Jenkins Reid. She pretty much writes in the same genre. She includes some of her characters from older books and newer books. She tends to write about fictional, famous people and their lives and their struggles, and it really works for her. She's like an expert on creating these worlds. Paula Hawkins, she's an expert on doing character-driven thriller novels. Time and time again, she's proved that she's really consistent with that. Emily Giffen does really well with Chicklet with a little bit of romance, and we see those themes in her stories. So have a niche. If you write one book in sci-fi and it's not super successful, try again and write another book in sci-fi and see if you can build up your audience like this. Become specialized in a really weird topic that not a lot of people have tackled. People will probably find that fascinating. I should really take this advice because every single story that I've written so far has been in pretty different genres, but We'll see what happens. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode of how to be innovative as a novel writer in this crazy world where our attention is demanded from all sides. Let me know what you thought by leaving a comment on this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.